welcome to The Great Beyond, an Is This Good Companion pod where I catch up with my friend and yours, Jason Doyle. Hello. Hi, JD. Thanks for coming and producing the show. She hates algorithms as much as her husband. <laughs> it's Rachel Doyle. Hi. Sorry, I'm on too soon. Hmm. I just, I'm not paying attention. What do you mean? Oh, that's I normally okay. start with you two. Oh. Here I am. You know? Oh, I like when I read the intro, and, and in theory to the listener, neither of you are there because they haven't heard your voices, mm. and you both just nod along. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. As I say, this is the great beyond you, both like, mm, that's mm, that's correct. Wait, let me check my phone. No, yep, that's correct. It, this is the great beyond. Here we this are. This is the great beyond. Uh, so, yeah, you got a problem with YouTube, Rachel? I, 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 I'm tired of trying to figure this shit out. Like, I give up. <laughs> Yeah, well. There's nothing well, wrong. How far into trying to figure it out did, did you get? No, it's just been a while. I'm like, there's got to be a way to just, there's got to be a rhyme to the reason, a method to the madness. And I don't think there is. I mean, Matt, you, can, you don't, you know, this is 24 7 here. You don't understand. Like, this is, we've created a monster. Every, okay, say what we're talking about. We're talking we about uploading, talking about. uploading a short to YouTube. Rachel takes the shows, she scours them, she slips mm-hmm. out the parts that she finds the most amusing, the most entertaining, the most salient. Then she packages them into a vertical short, uh, under 60 seconds video that goes on our social platforms. But YouTube in particular has an algorithm that uh, I, I said it on the drop last week, uh, how it, uh, it reminds me of a pearl-clutching 1930s school marm who is tut-tutting at everything, but it really enjoys it when you're negative. And Rachel will post a video and then literally, I'm not even exaggerating, five minutes later she's like, we're being censored. We're being censored. It's a fussy little bitch of a censorship, and I'm fucking tired of it. Literally, the only thing wrong was fucking, and it was so... I don't even know if they could make out that he was saying fucking. Was it the fact How that- do you know that's what was wrong? Yeah, that's you my don't. Question. He was talking about a bed. Like, okay. is it... You can't talk about beds on YouTube now and duvet covers? Are you fucking <laughs> kidding no, me? No, but, but my question is... If, if it was an insanely popular video where it was Joe Rogan saying fuck to, I don't know, David Letterman or something, mm-hmm. that right. video would probably do just fine. So yeah. why are there like 45 views? <laughs> well, s- like when did the- you put it out? This morning. No, this is like, it's like, oh, you put out this seven, morning. 1,700 views lower than normal. <laughs> but, so something's awry. Right. Keep, keep in mind, Matt, <laughs> she she releases two videos a day, so she and she's constantly monitoring them, constantly. Look, I don't know if you know this about me, but I have a bit of an obsessive personality, yeah, yeah. so when I get into something, but, I get into it. I think what Matt's saying is, and what I, I think we need to accept, is that we don't know what the algorithm <laughs> wants. And we just have to put stuff out there and not care about what the... For all we know, it's Chris Martin's English accent that it objects to. Maybe they don't like the theory of using two duvets over one. Yeah, they're they're in big duvet's pocket. I don't know. <laughs> well, if you want to know what the YouTube algorithm wants, all right, let's reset. <clears throat> Three, two, one... This country will only truly be free when we send Dr. Anthony Fauci to Siberia, where he belongs. That's right. Uh, Preach. Also, also, I have some controversial views about Jews that I've been dying to tell you. Oh, man. I was wondering when we got to this. 
It yeah. had to happen eventually. Uh, that's that's what they want, man. Mm-hmm. They just want they want anger and outrage, or they want you to be famous, or you know. Can I tell you? So I had a bit about of a bout of insomnia over the weekend, oh. and I was Sorry up uh, basically all night. Just instead of like taking out a book like a fucking idiot, I just take out my phone and yeah. I'm a scrolling, I'm a scrolling, and I saw a Instagram reel where it was recommending a place in Los Angeles that looked good. And I started to notice, I was like, it's so weird that they're like, as the temperature drops, you'll definitely want to come to this place, the coziest restaurant in all of Los Angeles with an open fire burning in the center, a hearth that is sure to warm your heart on a chip. And I'm like, but what is the place? <laughs> they don't ever say what the place is. So I'm like, and I've been noticing this and I'm, I'm in my head, I'm like, it cannot be that everyone is putting effort into going to a place, filming content, mm-hmm. writing their little write-up, doing the captions, and then forgetting to mention the place. I'm like, something is up. So I'm scrolling through the comments, and everyone's like, what place is this? What place is this? What and then I come upon a comment, and the guy's like, don't you guys realize that this is on purpose, that they're not saying what it is? Because this is what happens. They don't say what it is. You go to the comments to ask, what place is this? That's one engagement. Then other people that know what place it is go into the comments to you know, be know-it-alls and go, the place is this. Mm -hmm. And then while you're scrolling through looking for what place it is or leaving a comment or reading the comments, the reel is is looping and looping and looping, thereby getting more plays. So you got to start thinking like a fucking psychopath, Rachel. Yeah. Oh, no, I got that down, but I have to do it in a different way. (laughs) It's just, it is pure tricks at this point. Yeah, totally. I I know it's never been purely about how good a piece of content is there's always been some razzle dazzle there's always been marketing there's always been sizzles and not steaks but this would be kind of the equivalent of like when we had the starters on tv if uh, we were like hey on the on the tv guide because this was so long ago that we're still cable uh (laughs) we just put in our time slot just put Seinfeld reunion show. Right. <laughs> so people yeah. would be like, totally. oh my God, Jerry, Elaine, George Kramer, the whole gang's getting back together for the first time in, I don't know, 30 years? And then they just t- turn on and it's just, you know, Skeets and Tass and Trey and, and Lee talking about the NBA. Right. Yeah. Or I don't know, like, it's the same show, but on the, on the screen behind them, instead of, you know, looping uh, the show's title, we just put porn in there. Mm-hmm. And then everyone, like, is... Like, why are they showing porn? There must be a reason. And then before they know it, they've watched the show for 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's just tricks. It's, yep. So give up. So why don't you think what you can do, Rachel, mm. to, to essentially say, yeah, we put a lot of effort into the show. Yes, you put a lot of effort into cutting these shorts and posting them. But figure out a way to ignore all that and just do a trick that makes them appealing to people. Mm. Yeah, so keep yeah, keep overanalyzing, but be more <laughs> get to the point. Figure it out. Yeah. Just to, Okay. It's uh, fine. Well, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. The next one you cut will will do great and then you'll be like, "I love the algorithm." Oh fuck. Don't fucking talk <laughs> to me. That's like true. That, it giveth and it taketh away. That's if right. the algorithm ever favors us, yeah. You're going to love it. And and here's the thing. You're not even going to know you know, it's like, it's the algorithm we're all swimming in. Yeah. You're not even going to know it's the algorithm. You're just going to be going, wow, the show's doing great. And then behind your back, and be like, no, that's just the algorithm boosting you. The right. show still sucks. It sucked <laughs> before and it sucked now. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this shit and just fucking swim. Just 
Stay above water. Exactly. Keep going. Tread water. That's yeah. right. That's right. Um, <laughs> did anything uh, good or not good happen to you this week, JD? Uh, yes. Something bad happened. I oh. I went on a new medication, trying to stem my to 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 prevent my headaches. You know what I mean? Oh my god! Yeah. A, a, a thirty-year process. You yeah yeah yeah. So I, what is happening upstairs? Do you hear that? Do you want me to scream? Oh. Someone's got their girlfriend over. <laughs> Jackson, what are you doing? <laughs> It's like a skateboard or something rolling back and forth. And I wonder why yeah, I, I told headaches. you not to put the half pipe in your room. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's fine. It's fine. You, the audience can't even hear it. Um, I started a new uh, medication and then I stopped it immediately because it was. Uh, but you said you were going to cut it down to half to see if yeah, that made I it went, better and you didn't. You just. I cold turkeyed it. I'm going to go back to maybe a half, a halfy. But it was like making me stupid. It was, I was no energy, didn't want to do anything. Ugh. It was is it awful. like an opioid or what, what was no, it? No, no, no. God, I wish it was an opioid. I'm so <laughs> jealous of drug addicts sometimes, you know? Oh, they're really living the life. <laughs> Jason, please. Sometimes, well, it, drug addicts sometimes feel good. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I'd be too I think, yeah. good at being a drug addict. Like, it's just, I, I got to stay away yeah, from the good stuff. I'm, I'm uh, obviously kidding. But, uh. But yeah, no, it's um, yeah, it's just it's a beta blocker, so it just slows your heart, I guess, or something. Mm-hmm. So you needed those betas. You need those betas. I need the betas. I need my heart rate. Um, anyways, so I felt. Well, did you get a headache while you were taking? I didn't it, see. That's the thing. Well, I didn't. So maybe. So yeah, maybe your intelligence is what's giving you a headache. I think that's what thinking, I'm... <laughs> analyzing, Think. that's contemplating. Right. That's right. So, uh, anyways, it was a rough week for me. Um, so, yeah, now I have a screaming headache right now. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I'm. I don't feel like falling. Like literally, all I wanted to do was lie down on the couch and go to sleep all week. Like mm. it was awful. But that's yeah, it. That, well, we had a, a similar thing happen this week, except uh, our the dog has uh, arthritis. So they gave it um, an NSAID, like NSAIDs are like, you yeah. know, uh, Advil, Tylenol, Tylenol yeah. which I didn't know what dogs could take. But there's there's one, I think it's called like Carperfriend or something like that. Get Anyways, that's the one they prescribed him. And they were like, uh, okay, just just observe the dog because it could lead to a sour stomach. And I'm like, sour stomach? What What's that? And, oh, you know, like maybe vomit or something like that. I'm like, okay. Give the dog a pill. The dog, uh, first he puked. Then he shat all over the floor in the middle of the night. Okay. Just like what so you then, did. Sorry. By the next day, we, <laughs> we stopped, stopped giving him this drug. Yeah. And uh, I woke up at four in the morning to him like sprinting around. I, I, and this was the night I had insomnia, actually. So mm. I had to put down my phone and, and <laughs> my explorations of the algorithm. <laughs> and ran outside at four in the morning. And I said, you know what? God damn those people that say having a pet is not like having a child. Because I've cleaned up more piss, shit, and puke and woken up in the middle of the night to take them out. And I think that I should be called a parent now. Yeah, I think you absolutely yeah. should be. I mean... Thank you. Yeah. This is a dog that's older, though, not a, like... Well, that's why people say... I always feel like people say, like, oh, having a puppy is like having a kid, you know, because you're, you're comparing young to young. But right. maybe having a senior dog is like having a kid. Uh, yes, Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Taking them to the vet, just like you're taking the kid to get mm-hmm. their early vaccines and shots and things like that. Yeah. Yep. It's For the sure. same. It's so I don't see any same. differences. <laughs> uh. Now, so your cure for insomnia, did you try masturbation? Well, I'm lying right next to my girlfriend. <laughs> well, I mean, go to another room if she's asleep. No, like, I'm not going to go to another but, room. I mean, I can't remember what I was reading, but it was definitely like, it was a, <laughs> a, a story. forum. <laughs> <laughs> it was a historical nonfiction, and it was talking about the Roman soldiers used to fucking like group masturbate before they went to war because it relieved anxiety. Maybe you're having a little anxiety. You need to put yourself to that's sleep. That's so. That's so interesting because you would think that you know how they tell boxers like, do not have sex, do not oh. masturbate because you're the eye of the tiger. You're gonna mm. spill it. Out yeah. of you. Right. It's in your jizz, is what I'm saying. And Maybe I so it's interesting this. to me that in those Roman, like, stoic-y times mm. that they would be like, yeah, go ahead, do it. You well, would think that they would think it would make them lose focus and be too loosey-goosey. I think it would take the edge off. Like, if you feel like... If they want an edge. They're about to murder people. Yeah. Carthaginians, Rachel. They're coming over the, the Alps on on elephants. Maybe this was a sexy dream. Maybe it wasn't a historical nonfiction. <laughs> It's just a group sex fantasy I had. Uh, yeah, Rachel's like, yeah, boys, that Rubicon's empty. Why don't you fill it with your sweet Roman jizz? Relax, baby. Just do what you got to do. Group style. We ride at dawn. But first, circle jerk. <laughs> oh, Bukaki was born. Sorry. What? <laughs> Isn't that a group thing? Well, yes. Yeah, but it sounds <laughs> doesn't sound Roman. Oh no, it doesn't at all. <laughs> maybe, Different maybe. culture. Sorry. <laughs> Whose turn is it to be in the center? <laughs> Lascivious, get over here. <laughs> Bukakio e Pepe. That sounds Roman. Okay. Okay. See, just that's disgusting. Try this. You're the most disgusting person on this podcast. Can I just tell you? I wear that with yes, pride. 100%. So you know. Yes, you are, and you take us down disgusting rabbit holes. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad I'm here to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem with that at all. Do you think it's this? The the it's like the private, right? The private has to be the bukaki receiver. I would assume in the the, the private Roman. being the lowest. Yeah. Mm. No, but they had way lower people. They had like porters and uh, people that would just make the fire. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Blow the bugle. And... <laughs> <laughs> no. No never pun. Mind. No pun. Sorry. No pun. I made it. Never mind. Okay. Uh, okay. I want to run a theory by you, and I just I need you to help me crystallize it. Okay. Okay. Because it's it's really vague and floating right now, but. Okay, so I was at a Pilates class, but this isn't about Pilates. Don't okay. worry. I'm not going to tell two Pilates stories oh, in a brag. week. I don't want people listening to go, oh, what a little Pilates girly this guy is. <laughs> I li- look, I'm not trying to get you. I like it because my goal for this year, my f- physical goal is to run a marathon. Oh, what? Have you? Yeah. You've done a half, right? I, no, no, I did a Why? Well, yes, but I've done a full oh, okay, in 2019. Right, right. right. Uh, I, my goal is to do in under four hours. I got injured before. And I didn't. I did in 404. I mean, oh, okay. pretty maybe nice. even without injury, it wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have reached my goal. But now that I'm, you know, five years older, fatter, slower, more out of shape. <laughs> you're I not, but you're, you're, you're in better shape than you were five years ago. I don't think so. I th- well, I think you're not, slimmer not, and not right before you're, you're definitely more, uh, more toned. 
Oh yeah, you know what's what's it's funny you say that. I was looking. Skeets just posted a picture from my old apartment in Toronto. Do you see it where With, he's yeah. stuffed into my fridge? Yes. yes. Um, a hilarious gag. <laughs> I looked. I said, "Man, we used to have some fun, didn't we?" I haven't. I, I, you know, I haven't been even close to drunk enough in the last five years to to remove everything from my fridge <laughs> and put a friend in there and help my friend fit inside of it. And this wasn't. You know. I'm looking at my fridge now. I feel like someone could easily fit in that. Mm. But the, this fridge at the time... Not not a huge It was a real fridge. coup. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Why was I talking... Oh, yeah. So, anyways, I'm in the foreground. Skeets is in the fridge. Yeah. Oh, just lit beautifully by the light of the fridge. Incredible shot. Who who Incre- took that photo? It was, might have been Tad. I think it was uh, Daniela. Oh, I Daniela. was just about to say okay. it had to have been Daniela. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, I look pretty chubby. What? Oh, come on. Uh, that's... No, I do. No. Okay, can we post the picture now? Can it come up now? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. Chubby pick. <laughs> Chubby pick. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Okay, right. So there's this move called the newspaper, where you take the two the two straps, and you hold them like this, like, and you open it like you're opening a newspaper, right? Okay. Don't, straps well, don't of what? What are you talking about? Oh, you're talking about oh, Pilates. Pilates. We're back to Pilates. Right? Sorry, right. sorry, sorry. Yeah, we're back to Pilates. So <laughs> you go like this, right? As if you're opening a newspaper. Everyone can picture what I'm talking about. Yes. Flipping through a newspaper. So the teacher says, so as we're doing it, you know, they're constantly just, they have that little Madonna headset mic and they're just constantly trying to like, I don't know, hype us up. But yeah. Like not, not in a good way. <laughs> sexist teacher? So we're, a what? Is sexist this the teacher? sexist one from last week? No, this is uh, no different one. Okay. Uh, and she goes, "All right, open those newspapers. Y'all remember sitting with your grandparents and and reading the newspaper?" What? <laughs> what? <laughs> and then she goes, "Well, ugh, you guys are so young. I'm older than you, so I remember reading it with my parents." I'm like, reading it with your. Uh, newspapers still exist. Yeah. They're available in every hotel, every new That's side true. stand you pass, every corner store. There's still newspapers. Yeah. And I remember reading the newspaper without my parents. I was literate. Yeah, same. In the, in, in the 90s and even into not, the 2000s. Not anymore, though. But I think my point is, is just that, like, internet has flattened time so much that no one, no one knows how to say... It's, it's like as if something happened before the internet. It it was so many years ago. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Does this make any sense to you? No. I Why hear is what this you're person saying. telling a group full of thirty year olds that they that they read the newspaper with their grandparents? Yeah. That's my point. Thirty years old. These people were born in the nineties. Yeah. There were newspapers in the nineties. They were literate. Yeah. I don't really understand. Anyways. <laughs> Time is a flat circle, man. Time is a flat circle. But then it, it goes the other way too, and this is where I need your help. Well, I really need your help the whole time, but <laughs> have you also noticed that when people are talking about something that happened way before the internet, they still say the internet didn't exist? Right. Like, I, I once heard one someone say something like, um, like, oh, I remember finding out Nixon resigned uh, from the paper the next day. You see, there was no internet at the time. Right. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> we know that. But did other, like, were, pe- were people in whatever year... Before the steam engine, they were like, I remember we rode our boat to get here. Uh, the steam engine hadn't been invented right. at the time. They're just you know going to change mean? Like, time AD, like before internet, BI, AI. Honestly, that is a great idea. And I, why can't we have someone smart on the show? A sociologist or something. Well, I mean, a historian. 
Do you know any smart people? Because I don't. <laughs> you sure? You sure you didn't take that headache medication? Oh, I took it. I took, I took the, the the goofballs. Mm, that's a different beast. Yeah. Yeah. So so okay. Right. So. I guess the but the whole the whole idea but like there the Nixon thing is like just to illustrate I didn't find out until the next day kind of thing you know what I mean like I know but, but that persisted you know Nixon resigned in what year seventy uh, one I want to say right so that persisted for the next nine years and then the next ten years and then the right. next ten years after that right yeah there was presumably like twenty to thirty years after that that there was no internet still right. Right. <clears throat> I'm just saying not not it's not necessary. It's a touchstone right. for many. But when know, but, but what's the date? What what is the before internet and after internet? Well, nail it down and Because well. because technically the internet did exist in <clears throat> 1971 when Nixon resigned. Okay, Al Gore. I okay, mean, I'm ju- I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course it was called ARPANET at the yes. time and uh, we had a dream to connect computers. <laughs> We had a dream to democratize everything. Unfortunately, the opposite so, happened. It, is it like iPhone? Is that the is that the cutoff date? Mm. No, I'm I'm willing to say it's pre. Okay. Uh, no, but when though? Because <clears throat> okay, so I'll tell you. I'll tell you when. Okay. Nineteen ninety-eight. Okay. Oh. So iMac. No. The first iMac. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was there was phones, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. There was texting, though. I don't really remember people doing it a ton. No, because you had to use the number. Yeah. Yeah. T nine. Yeah. But there were Blackberries, weren't there? Mm-hmm. No. Movie. Should know. Uh. No. Well, you just watched the Blackberry movie. What year yeah. did that take place? Maybe t- nine, late nine. Well, it starts before they do. Anyways, it's not fucking important. I just think that. Yeah. I think it's a. It's around the late nineties. Yeah, and I think I think, you're right. I think that if this class that I was in was given in ten years from now, people will still know what a newspaper is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was subscribing to a, an actual new, like having a newspaper delivered at my house, <clears throat> even when we were in li- living here in Atlanta. So the post twenty thirteen. Yeah. Okay. So, well, let me ask you this: Do you was your first TV color or black and white? Black and white. Really? Yeah. And you were born in nineteen seventy. Right. That's my point. Black and white TVs were, were most like were phased out by the late 60s. Or, or I, I should say like color TV existed well before yeah. then. Yes. So, but, there, but there was a high market item. Like you know, we couldn't afford a color TV. Are you crazy? Like, okay, but I was born in 1981. I remember people having black and white TVs. I remember right. seeing them. Or like sometimes those small little TVs would be black and white. Yeah. My point is that if someone said, you know, television was once in black and white, I wouldn't be like, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. Right? Yeah. Yep. 100%. Okay. Well, I don't think we figured that one out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not cl- clear what the problem is. I, it's just it's time, JD. <laughs> time, time is the time, problem. Time. The time and the way we talk about it is a right. problem. Pilates we think everyone problems. that's not us is like, doesn't <clears throat> relate to us in any way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, tr- that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. At the end of the day, we're all, we're all human. Big <laughs> tipping disaster over the weekend, too. Oh, God. What do you, yeah, so, like tipping yeah. something, like a canoe uh, incident? Or it sounds like a we... restaurant story. <laughs> it's uh, a restaurant story. <laughs> so, shit uh, my friend uh, texts me this week and he's like, shit, 
are you free on Saturday for dinner? Because I booked a very fancy dinner for my wife and I, uh-huh. and then she had to go out of town, and I forgot that I'd booked it. And if I cancel now, they're gonna like I had to prepay for the whole thing. Wow. Oh Jesus! A fine dining emergency. You better put yeah. out for that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Those are my favorite kinds of calls in emergencies. Sounded. Yes, emergency. Sounded frantic. Oh, you need me to do something delicious for free? Yeah. Did he? Did he pay? Well, okay, so so he, so you have to pay for the meal, like not the drinks, but the meal in advance on your credit card, and then you lose it. So he was just like, just kick in, you know, whatever you want. Nice. So we go, and it's like, it's fancy, but it's not like insane, like, you know, suit jacket kind of fancy. Mm-hmm. It's a Michelin star restaurant. Okay. And, uh, you know, prefix, like, you don't order anything. They just bring you the stuff. Love it. And it was... Very expensive, like absurdly expensive. Okay. And so my friend gets the bill. I don't look at the bill and I see him like, you know, sort of doing some math in his head and writing the tip. And I I was like, whoa, that's a lot of numbers. Like I didn't see what the numbers were, but it was too many numbers. This is just for two people? Two people. Yeah. Now we drank a shit ton. Okay. Because they're sort of famous for their cocktails. We had like, honestly, I had like five five cocktails. Yeah. You're but I, for but I wasn't even hungover. Bro. I honestly think that they were, um, maybe they were like dry January cocktails and they didn't tell us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, so what happened? So he leaves the tip. We walk out of the restaurant and it was an early reservation. So then I'm like, you know what? Why don't we have a drink? Like it's still early. Yeah. And Or maybe, I don't know, dessert, something. Sure. So we look around, we're kind of, we're downtown, there's nothing really near us, and I'm like, oh, they had a bar in there, I know it's weird, but should we just go in and, and we'll sit at the bar and have a drink? Okay. And he's like, okay, yeah, sure. So we go down, and I'm like, you know, magnanimous, like, I'll take care of this one. And uh, <laughs> so the guy brings the bill, and I'm looking at him, I'm like, huh. He's like, uh, what? I'm like, oh, well, the gratuity is included. And so the the bartender comes back i'm like oh just out of curiosity like is the gratuity to include just at the bar or in the restaurant as well he's like no no at the restaurant as well and my friend's face just so he double tipped wow he's like but we're talking this would have been a little because you know yeah 20 percent of a lot of money is a lot of money yeah 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 yeah. so 40 percent tip on okay yes and the 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 bartender to his credit you know because it's like in these michelin stars like the service is so uh, you know, almost personalized. I mean, al- almost stifling in a way. But like, he mm-hmm. he looked at it and he said, "Did you tip twice?" And my friend's like, "Yes, I did." And the guy was like, "You know what? I'll go find your server." And wow. they reprinted the ticket and they redid it. Wow, that's great. That- yeah, no, that makes sense. They they must that must happen quite often. Yeah, you wanted to have. You remember, Rachel? We used to work. Hold up. Why was the tip included for a party of two? That's, I guess that's just their policy. That's just the level of fanciness, I guess. Okay. Where, why wouldn't they? You know what I mean? If they can, if they know they're charging whatever, two something per head, mm-hmm. and they, then you can get 20% or maybe it was 18% on top of that, <clears throat> you know, you're yeah. keeping your staff pretty happy, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that was sort of, the move was to try to get double tips, you know. That's that where did you move. work that had an auto tip though? Well, uh, everywhere, everywhere that I've worked, if a party of six or more, they would oh uh, right, right, right automatically right. yeah. And then but you, so you didn't of, tell them. I mean, uh, I I actually did more than I didn't, but sometimes if I fucking hated them, I wouldn't mm. mention it and hope that I got you know double tipped, and then I would be like, 
you know, vindicated when they only tipped t- 10% or like under 10%, oh, uh, right, you know, right, right. and be like, see, I wasn't going to get like, so fuck, fuck them kind of thing. Well, but how do you know they didn't see it and went, wow, I this guy was such a good server. I'm going to top him up an extra 10%. Yeah, right. Bad attitude, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, Jesus. I used to, well, I used to, but there, if I, if I was working with somebody that I hated, I would tell their parties of six, hey, by the way. <laughs> God. The tips included. Wow. I went for real. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be clearing their uh, their dishes and be like, uh, hey, yeah, I'm clearing their dishes I'm on their table. Be like, hey, by the way, when the when the when the bill comes, just so you know, tip's gonna be included. So. <laughs> Don't tip any more than that. I was very vengeful I- back in the day. Well, you know what you were doing? You were doing the analog equivalent of the algorithm. You were doing little tricks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Your tipping right. algorithm was full of uh, subterfuge. Yeah. But, it, you know, in this case, it is the server's responsibility to let a table of two know that, by the way, the gratuity is included. Especially when they see it. I mean, maybe they didn't. Maybe you left before they were took the bill and put it no in. you had they you have to move say in this, it. you cannot move in this place without someone coming up to you yeah and uh, chef's menu of course is a sustainably focused on seasonality <laughs> is a things for farmers market is a small plate so is a, of course so starting this oh, and then it's kind of relaxing it's more intense in flavor as the, it's part of the and service. Uh, please enjoy these uh this oh please enjoy these spices as a thank you from the chef they literally they gave oh me a, some a tiny dish of spices to take home yeah huh. so somewhere like in, um you know, like a Carmex, you know, that lip, that lip balm that's like in a little tub and oh, you shit. just unscrew the top and yeah, dip yeah. your finger in. Mm-hmm. Isn't that size thing with spices? Really? Yeah. Wow. To spice what? Like your, your next omelet <laughs> or something? Know. I don't know. I don't know. But, but like they presented it like as if it was like a thousand years ago and they were like, spices from the Orient. <laughs> Sprinkle this elixir on your pillow tonight, sire. <laughs> While you're masturbating yourself to sleep. All right. Sorry. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, It all, all comes back to that. Look, anyway, you got to go full circle, babe. The server's responsibility to say, by the way, the gratuities is included. However, you can add, you know, whatever. I'm now, trying to I, put... I, I think that's kind of obnoxious. I if you if it's noticeable that they like made a mistake, I'd be like, "You know what? It was included, guys. Like you might want to fix this." Like, are you going to assume people know how to fucking read? Like I don't want to say, "But you can add more." You know. No, no, let me ask just you. Say it. you what, don't even say add just more. Say it's people included. know they can add more. There's a line underneath. Exactly right. Right, right, right. right. That's fine. Exactly yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah. it's not these guys didn't even leave the restaurant. They were in the restaurant and this server saw Mm-hmm. This server absolutely saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they didn't 100%. say anything. Yeah. And they I, just were I, like. They should say. They were just like, oh, I guess I my service was so incredible, I deserve to be tipped twice. Yeah, exactly. But also, it's like the kind of place where there's so many different people are coming to the table. I didn't even know who. Right. Who the server was. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was, it was really, it, t- it took a village. <laughs> it took a village to serve us two people who didn't say anything the whole time to anyone, didn't ask for anything specific. Just right. uh, Actually, my friend did ask for a paper napkin. did take them a while. So yeah. really, he shouldn't have tipped at all. <laughs> did they spit out your... some gum. And they've never seen anyone spit out gum in this, in this fancy restaurant. <laughs> should have brought a bucket for you. So it was good. It was good, but, you know, good, good in what sense? 
like w- once you factor in how much it costs. Yeah. So n- not worth it. No, I wouldn't say so. Okay. Wow. Okay. I mean, how could it so. be that worth it? You mean exactly how many? It, it would have to be every dish would have to be. <laughs> you would have to say to yourself, "Wow, this is the best thing I ever tasted." It, it would have to be like a Wonka level of like yeah flavor. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen the original. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Wonka is still sick with the flavors. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole. Point. Or it's the pre- it's maybe it's the prequel, so maybe he's bad at flavors at the start. Yeah, and he's singing about it. He's singing how bad he is at flavors. <laughs> he hasn't invented snozberry yet. Oh, <laughs> snozberry. Oh, uh, speaking of movies, I saw uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm-hmm. And as it was intended, over three <laughs> nights <laughs> <laughs> on a multiple... black and white twelve-inch screen. <laughs> Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great, actually. Okay. Yeah. Even watching it in three different sessions. Well, it was the only way I watched it, so I can't compare it to anything else. But, uh, yeah, no. I mean, I would have preferred to watch it all in one go, I think. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but you don't have you know. adult diapers. But uh, I I have. Uh, I was watching it with my son, and uh, he had some homework to do. So he was like, like, can we put a pin in this? And I was like, yes. And then the next night, I was falling asleep. And so, eh, anyway. But do you think if it was like a really, like if it was like Die Hard, your son would have been like, can we pause it? I have homework to do. <laughs> Probably not. Or do you think because Probably it was. <laughs> well, oh, you know what happened? This is what happened. It, um, we were uh, as a family. The all four of us are pumped to see Napoleon. Don't don't at me. Don't because I know people are like, man, that movie's shit. Uh, but because <laughs> yeah, Ra- Rachel's probably like, well, there's going to be a lot of masturbation in that before they go into battle. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's her review. Not enough <laughs> masturbation before the big battle scenes. Um, the <laughs> there, there's definitely a fi- an accent on the final e in book. <laughs> anyway napoleon we're all pumped we're pumped to see napoleon it's apple tv but then i went to fire it up and i was like ah it's available but we got to rent it for 20 bucks or we could watch this other thing that's probably going to be nominated for all the awards so let's just watch that for free so we did so that's it. Oh, that's the end of my speaking story. Speaking of awards, did you watch one second of the Emmys? I didn't even know they were happening until this I didn't morning. Either. God, tough for them on, on, on a football playoff night. Is it always that way? No, it's because of the writer's strike. Oh, right, Everything right, 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 right. got bumped. And I, I didn't even realize, because I saw all the creative Emmys were coming out, and I was just like, why is this happening in January? And it's like, oh, yeah, writer's strike. I don't. I still at forty two years old don't have the rhythm in my body of when each award thing. Like you know, I know like, okay, it's end of August. People are starting to go back to school. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, it's April, May. College is ending. Okay, now it's June. <laughs> high school's ending. But I have no concept of when any awards should be happening. Right. The Emmys is all, was always a little weird to me because it was September. But I guess it was. It's right before the new season of stuff starts. Right. Like. Okay. I think that's why they had it in September traditionally. But But, but we just had Globes, Critics' Choice, which and is, Emmys within like one week of each other. Yeah, which is the the Critics' Choice and the Globes sort of in the realm of the where it normally would happen. But okay. The, but the Emmys was just pushed because of the writer's strike. 
I got to tell you, I heard uh, Chelsea Handler clap back at her ex, Joe Coy, <laughs> from the Critics' Choice stage. I saw I saw the headline, but I didn't see what the clap back was, was it? She said she made a joke, and then uh, she said, oh, I'm glad you enjoyed that one. My writers wrote it. Oh. Remember, because Joe Coy I said, uh, yeah. I, I just got this job. I'm the, I didn't write all these jokes, but the ones I wrote, you're laughing at or whatever. Yeah. God. Well, I watched Chelsea Handler, and uh, was it like was I rolling in the aisles? No, no. Were you? La- did you laugh once? No. Well, I don't know. I just I shouldn't say because I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched some <laughs> bits of hers. Okay. They're just generally not that funny. I think I think that when the, when history looks back upon Joe Coy's performance, yeah. Well, it won't be kind to him because it was also not good, but it will be seen as an over-exaggeration. And it's, he's going to land right in the middle, right in the middle of a, a list, a long list of mediocre mo- opening monologues at, at the and Golden I, Globes. I mean, and I hate to yeah. say this, but like the only time I've ever, I've ever really laughed is Gervais. Yeah. Because he's, you know, he, he fucking killed it. And I hated his last special, but... Are they, are they playing jacks upstairs? Yeah, Jesus! I literally—I actually was going to ask you if you were dropping marbles. Holy no. Fuck. That's Wait coming again. from upstairs. <laughs> I get off. Get off the shed. Um, I—I I don't know if other people have mentioned this, but I have been thinking: Is it not possible? Because because one of the reasons that Joe Coy was has been slammed is because he made a joke about Taylor Swift. It was—it was, like it wasn't mo- about ta- Taylor Swift. It was about the NFL, but go on. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you. But it, the basic joke was something like, the Globes are different or better. I forget how we put it, but we show, we'll show Taylor less on this broadcast. Right. The joke being that this is an entertainment show. We should be showing her more, mm-hmm. whereas the NFL is a sport that has nothing to do with music. But ironically, she's shown more in the NFL than... In this entertainment show, I'm sorry right. for explaining that so hard, but like, <laughs> I do think it needs to be explained. And also, this joke. But all the other factor is that yes, it's an entertainment show, and we will be showing a lot of Taylor Swift. And the joke is, you'll see even more of her on an NFL game. So sorry to right, explain right, the right, explainer, right. but and, and it's not about anything that could be. It's not about her singing voice. Nope. It's not about her personality. It's not about her body. It's not about the way she's dressed. It's not about who she's dating. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, in, a, in, a, in some oblique sense, I suppose it is about who she's dating, but it's not mentioning him by name or talking about mm, who's the other guy? Uh, Kelsey? Jacob? No, no. Who's the guy she was dating before? Oh, I yeah. don't know. Jacob Alordi? No. The British <laughs> I, guy. I wouldn't know. I honestly wouldn't know. Okay, whatever. It's not important. But <laughs> my point is that is it possible that she was doing that thing where she's trying to add to the joke? By mm. looking pissed off at something inoffensive, you know, because we've we've seen people do this before, right? Yeah, like someone will make a joke about, I don't know, Robert De Niro. Yeah, like, Robert De Niro is so old, blah blah blah, and then it'll go to Robert De Niro, and he goes like, Yeah, or like pretend to he'll be like, totally. you know, like, oh yeah, I'm so old, I'm falling asleep. Yeah, we've I can't think of a specific example, but I feel like you see that sure. once in an award show where someone like tries to add to the joke by doing the thing that they're being accused of right. or or being so stone-faced that people laugh in the audience because it's like oh it's funny that they're pretending to be so offended right is it possible that she was doing that i th- i 100 possible 
Okay, but that's certainly not the way it's been interpreted. No, because everybody is so obsessed with Taylor Swift, and is and she's got this sort of like, uh, um, what's the word? Like the waiting for the king or queen to laugh. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. uh, what? How's she going to react? And she's as 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 I saw there. She had a, a glass of champagne, and she just kind of glared at him, like, you know, maybe playing it up, maybe whatever, but. Then all the Swifties go, oh, my God, she's upset. That means we're upset, too. Like, we, boo, Joe Coy, boo. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's how I interpret all of this. Right, 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 right. You're saying it's like, um, the, the only thing worse than the economy is the king's new haircut. And everyone's like, oh, my God. <laughs> that's right. And then this guy's about to be murdered. And then the king's like, my wife gave it to me. I told her it was terrible. Exactly. Exactly. And And then then the whole whole court bursts out in gales of laughter because the king is laughing. I guess, uh, uh, what's the show, like uh, the show about uh, Catherine the Great? Catherine, or the Great. The Great. great. (laughs) Well, it's either Catherine or (laughs) the Great. But, Both working uh, titles. The dude, the dude who plays the the king or whatever. That's the the vibe there. It's it's just like yeah, it's just uh, subservient little lick spittles waiting to be mm-hmm. given mm-hmm. the permission to laugh at something. I mean, and uh, you know whatever the joke what, is. It funny. I mean, I don't know. I, actually, it was one of his better jokes. So I don't know. The, the floor is so wet from the king carelessly spilling his drink. I thought that it was Roman centurions going into war. Uh, all right, it's quick housekeeping. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash is this good. You'll get ad-free episodes. <laughs> You'll get episodes where we go back and we just take out all the jizz talk. Let's take it out. Edit it out. Ever. So you can listen to it with your children. Uh, you'll get access to our thriving community on Discord. You'll get an exclusive episode every month, mm-hmm. uh, which is actually coming out next week. Oh yeah, we decided that. Yeah, that's next. Well, are you? Can you commit to that? I'm committing to it. Okay, Rachel, what? do you know about this? Because you're involved. Because you and JD have to do a solo. Because I have to travel. Again <laughs> is for this? Work. Uh, Patreon only? It's, or Patreon, it's a only. Patreon only. Patreon so you could, only. That's when you can really air it out, Rachel. Oh, the jizz talk I want. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> and remember, it's jovial, jizzy January. So. <laughs> oh, January. Uh, okay, one piece of follow-up from the episode with Al- Alana Johnson. Okay, Alana yep. Johnson, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so someone wrote in, I have a settle this that needs your attention. Hold on, did you say Alana no, or Alana? It's Alana. It's Alana. Not Alana. Well, we would say Alana, but in America they say Alana. But she's she's she said it's okay. Alana. Well, that's what she said her name was. When when she gets called up at the Emmys to win an award, they're gonna say Alana Johnston. Yeah. Don't enable that. But that's not we don't have to be part of that. Mm-mm. Okay, you're right. Okay. Alana Johnston. <laughs> So JD, this one I need you to comment on. I've okay. settled this that needs your attention. About five years ago, I took an entry-level job in a marketing role at a small company. Okay. On my resume, I said I had my degree, which I thought was true. Mm. The company was doing well, and I was lucky to be in the right spot at the right time and moved up through the organization. My CEO told me I should pursue my master's degree since everyone else in my role had their master's and more. 
But when I looked into it, I found out I am still one credit short of my bachelor's and I actually have no degree at all. How did this happen, you ask? Well, I was living in a small village in Haiti taking my phone. Yeah, this classic excuse. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Go on. I was living in a small village in Haiti taking my final classes online with spotty satellite internet. All of my classes were complete and I applied for graduation and all was good to go. I had selected for the diploma to be mailed to my parents' home in the States and I considered it done. I later found out one of my previously accepted transfer credits was rejected in the graduation process and I was left one credit short. I never thought about it again until and 10 years later find out I don't have anything. So settle this. Do I tell my boss what happened and hope he understands uh, what I recognize is kind of an insane story? Or do I quietly go about my life since this master's was only optional? I can continue and finish that last credit, but it will be six months before I finally graduate. That's from Stephen B. Mm. So we were talking on the Al- Al- Alana show about uh, lying on your resume and whether yep. that was okay to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and similarly, you are in the same situation because... You thought love was more important than scholastics, mm-hmm. and you left the country to uh, marry and honeymoon with your wife, and thereby you didn't pass one class and left you one credit short. Yeah, that's a credit and a half, but who's counting? Right. So, yeah, so what's the question? To lie? What do you think he should do? Should he lie? But he doesn't need to tell him anything because he's not doing the master's. So if it's only going to take six months for him to finish the course, who needs to know? Why? Oh, so you're saying he should do, he should like if he enroll wants, in something. If he wants to, but if it's, if he wants to do the master's, I mean, I, I assume the boss is going to help pay for that. That's why it came up. Is it, is it expected that he does the master's, I guess? But yeah, or okay, so fine. Let's say he says, no, you know, I'm pretty busy right now. I can't do the master's. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's going to impede his ability to rise up the corporate ladder. Right. Well, I think that it's fine telling the truth in this scenario. So you, if you were his boss, you would believe this uh, Haiti bullshit? I don't think it even (laughs) matters. Like, he's been in the job for five years. He's been killing it. The boss takes enough interest in him to be like, hey, you should get your master's because everybody else has got him and you'll go higher in the company. So why not just say, oh, you know what? Uh, I don't, I looked into it and apparently I don't have my my degree (laughs) (laughs) oops oops a daisy i don't know it it depends on the company honestly some companies have it like yeah okay sorry i know it's not your fault but like we hired you on this premise that you had your bachelor's and you don't Mm -hmm. i I mean mean, the the safest thing to do is just to quietly finish your degree and then and then carry on with your life i guess but yeah and i would say get it from the shittiest university (laughs) possible like the worst online scammy kind of cheap and price shop because it's bullshit you don't need this one credit yeah you know what i mean it's It's not going to change your life it's not going to change your intelligence no can you so is it now this is just me fantasizing but i always sort of uh my my plan is to get an honorary degree You know that that's not really in your control. I know, but I just want to like. How can he mess with the algorithm to make it happen? <laughs> that's right. I want to be like, uh, and this would never happen, especially at what is it? MTMU T- will never happen at TMU. Do they even? But usually, people get honorary degrees not from the school they went to. I know. To, I yeah. 
Like you need one from Harvard or something. Okay, yeah. So Harvard. I'll take that. Hit me up. <laughs> That's hit good. Me up. Or, or uh, no, you know what would be a good example? Emory, because you're in Atlanta. Okay, okay. Emory's a good school. All right. The Ivy of, of the South, I think I've heard said, maybe. I don't know. I don't think they teach media, do they? There, it's I don't know. more like the hard Yeah, sciences. they do. They teach something. They, 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 they must because, because <laughs> it's Atlanta and there's an industry, so I bet they do. So uh, I think I'm due for a, an honorary doctorate. I could see a community college, but <laughs> I don't know, like a community college that specializes in podcasting, maybe. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> there's not not a thing. You don't think there's a school that specializes in podcasting? Not. Uh, There's schools that specialize solely in like sports media. Okay, yeah, I guess so. Okay, or they may be there. Yeah, why not? Imagine you get a degree from a school in sports media. Matt, I there's a you go chance, and then the kids there, are asking you questions about sports. There's a chance that that I could be in the sports broadcasting hall of fame. Hell yeah. Okay, break it down for me. Well, if they open like a podcasting wing, which is kind mm-hmm. of inevitable. Yeah. We are the OG sports podcast. Like we were before yeah. Simmons. But TM, yeah. you won't even recognize That's it. true. <laughs> and you went there. All of you. Like, they're like, fuck them. They're a disgrace. They went south of the border. <laughs> that, that's the dream. That's the dream at Ryerson slash TMU. To go south of the border and be successful. Agreed. But anyways. I think they're putting Bill Simmons in there before. <laughs> I mean, okay, fine. That's some... Let's see. He deserves to be there, for sure. Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, I, I don't... Well, do I think that you deserve to be there? That the show deserves to be there? Mm-hmm. I would say 100%. <laughs> You're but just... Based on how the show is... Based on... Uh, you know, like, Skeet just went on a rant about how this whole Pat McAfee thing, how yeah. they were talking about how, oh, well, no one's ever done this, like, gone from podcasting to uh, television. Mm-hmm. And he's like, huh. In all the articles I read, not one person mentioned that we were a podcast <laughs> in 2006 right. before fucking podcasts were invented. We invented podcasts. That's right. But where the and, we're... <laughs> well, and no one mentioned it. And I think it, it's particularly would have been good to mention if if anyone was paying attention, which clearly no one was, because we did sort of the same thing as McAfee at the start. Because his whole thing is like, there's no A block, there's no B block. Mm-hmm. It's just a free-flowing conversation. And when we got to NBA TV, we said, well, we already have this podcast, which is just like an hour and 15 minute long conversation. And people like that. And people don't seem to like TV as much anymore. So what if we just came and did our podcast, but on TV, in a studio, better cameras, yeah. graphics, video. And it will still be a podcast, and then we'll keep the integrity and the free-flowing nature of it and the spontaneity of it. And we tried to do that, and it's damn near impossible. Yeah, it's hard. It's, it's, because, it is impossible. Because TV For is many different. reasons. you got to yeah. put commercial breaks in there. Then you, got, you can't pitch out of the blocks. And in, you know, Anyway. Yeah. It's even more complicated than that, but I'm not going to go into it. But <laughs> it would have been an apt comparison. But I just, you know... It doesn't seem on the tip of everyone's tongue, no. that's all I'll say. Well, because when you think of grunge, you think of Nirvana. You don't think of the Pixies. You don't think mm-hmm. of Husker Du. You don't think of the the Pioneers, Matthew. That's what I'm talking about. We are the... <laughs> just we kidding. could have been Mud Honey. <laughs> oh, God. Don't don't compare us to Mud Honey. Well, but I would we say are, the Pixies true. were a precursor, so maybe we I are know. the Pixies. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But they it's all hate the- each other. What's that? What's a, what's a band, a precursor to Nirvana, but they all still are, they're all still good friends. Oh. Uh, replacements? No. 
Well, first of all, like one of them's dead. No, no, I don't know. Anyway, we'll, we'll keep working on that. We'll keep working on that. Uh, all right, Stephen, I can't remember where we ended up with you, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we just... We kind of think you should do your credit. Do, do, do the credit. Do your credit, but at the, at, take the dumbest class. Like something where you can like do all the required coursework in a day yeah. or less than a day. Play yeah. the game. Or while you're watching TV. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, the, like the way Lincoln is doing his driver's ed right now, which is a 30-hour course. And he's just watching, uh, uh, what's he watching these days? Um, what's that show called? Oh, the car Lippy? show. Top Gear. Top Gear. He's wa- he's watching like Top <laughs> Gears from 1998. <laughs> just clicking, boink, boink, boink. Um, but anyways, yeah. He's, what is he going to get in the car? <laughs> he's into cars, man. He's This is the new thing. It's all cars. It's, like he's obsessed with cars right now. Merged a bit quick. <laughs> Governor? <laughs> what, what is he going to learn from Top Gear? Nothing. He's just enjoying the cars, but I'm saying like he's doing something else while he's doing this education thing, which is what we're recommending. So do your thing, and then you can decide if you want to do the masters, and if they're going to pay for it, do it. Why not? Why not? Yeah, it'll it'll open doors. It'll open doors within the company. It may open doors into your life. Who knows? And education is priceless, wouldn't you say? Um. I'm well, starting to well, the, the, the bills are starting to roll it, in. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> that's a pretty big price tag. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, one thing we do have to discuss because we are we are recording this the day after the Emmys. Yes. Due to some scheduling conflicts, uh, I don't even but know. Elton, oh, go on. No, what? I don't know. I, I don't even know who won which Emmys. I saw Kieran Culkin won something, but anyways. Oh. Uh, Elton John egotted. Yes. Congratulations. The 19th person to do so. 19, wow. Yeah, and according to the article I read, it said only three pop stars have done it. Okay. Michael Jackson? No. I, I Honestly, I'm just going to tell you because I don't think you're going to get pop it. Pop stars. Hold on. Uh, Barbara Streisand? Mm. No. What a crime. Huh. Okay, I give up. <laughs> yeah, John Legend, John Legend, and Jennifer oh, Hudson. Get out of here! What did John yeah. Le- John Legend for Jesus Christ Superstar? Is that what he won? I, I, I do oh, do yeah. do not ask me any follow up questions. That's would I that's a be. cheat. That if that's okay. With well, John Legend, we know what the Grammy is. I mean, I don't know what he won it for, but one of his schmaltzy songs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then wait, what? What? Uh, how would he have won an Oscar? Uh, maybe a song. Yeah! 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 Oh, obviously a song. Yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. Who but cares? The, but the Emmy is... Well. Anyway, go, go on. Go on. Right. Anyway, so he we, we tip our hats. Of course. EGOT is great. Uh, I would argue the... Well, I don't know. Sure, Jennifer Hudson's got a great voice, but I think we can all agree that Alton John's catalog yeah. crushes yeah. both of theirs. Okay. Totally. Uh, so he has a house in Atlanta, mm-hmm. I, which I, is something we've known. I he have my eye him. on it. <laughs> Well, it's too late. He just sold it. Oh, he did? Ah, shit. For $7 million plus. Oh. It's, um, it's an apartment, though. Yeah, it's a penthouse. Oh. Ooh, a penthouse would be amazing. It's, apparently, it's like, it went for, I think he put it on the market for four something, and it went for over seven. Jesus. Wow. And it's apparently a very unique layout because he kept, he bought one or two apartments to start and knocked down the walls, and then okay. as time went on... <clears throat> and anything came up for sale, he would buy it next door. And oh, apparently wow. it's now seven different apartments Amazing. connected together. That sounds great. What a genius this guy is. Mm-hmm. This guy. Anyway. And Bernie Bernie Topin 
<laughs> decorated them all. <laughs> it, would be, <laughs> it would be funny if Bernie Tobin has to do half of everything Elton John does. <laughs> Bernie Tobin uh, has just as much money as as Elton, right? Like in terms of publishing. No, I don't think so. You sure? Because like on the touring, like why would he make half? Royalties, man. It's his half his songs. Yeah, but but ticket prices, merch. Yeah, I guess. Do, I mean, don't doing cry well. for him. He's doing fine. He's doing, He's doing fine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't. I've never fully understood it, but in the article it said he wanted to. He wanted a place in America, mm-hmm. and he didn't want the hustle and bustle of Los Angeles or the crime of New York. But that okay. wasn't a quote, so I don't know if they were just yeah extrapolating. But right. so he bought a place in Atlanta, and he's just sold it. So <clears throat> all a lot of the stuff inside of it, like art or uh, clothing or memorabilia he pu- he's putting it up for auction mm-hmm. and it's called goodbye peachtree road which is a great name That's for an auction fight. i didn't really, know auctions really had names <laughs> but i'm gonna go ahead and say that even though it's the first auction name i've ever seen it's the best one <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's perfect it's chef's kiss uh so they have uh chrissy's has like a listing of all the uh stuff in it yeah it's a shit ton of stuff. There's a lot. I don't know. Did you? Did you? I sent you the link. I stopped I after the to first ask if you page. Had I'm like, oh, did you see anything on it that uh, caught your I, eye? You yeah. want me to buy for you? Yeah, for sure. What? Okay. Well, well, what was it? Well, the prints that I like. Well, I mean, the art that I liked. I'm like, they're fucking prints. That no, I don't want to. No, no, they're prints. photographs. I they're know. photographs. Well, some of them were prints, though, signed prints. Uh, some of the oh, art. okay. But but yeah, like I'm like a photograph that much. Jesus Christ. Well, how much are we talking? Like what are you talking about? Of what, a, a Cindy Sherman? I know. Richard I Avedon? love Cindy Sherman. The, the, these are famous. The, it's art, Rachel. Just because they didn't take a paintbrush out. Print of it. But, can... that's, but that's but that's Oh, photography, my God. Next Rachel. you're going to tell me that my bored ape isn't worth as much because you could screen cap it. <laughs> I am not giving up on my bored apes, Rachel. <laughs> but I did think a nice addition to the classic factory would be the horny sign. You light oh, it up. Oh, yeah, the horny sign. <laughs> well, you got the on-air sign. You light it up Who, when It was a famous air. artist, too, wasn't it, that made that horny sign? I don't know. I, you had me at horny, so. Did you see? The, the thing that caught my eye was a Ryan McGinley uh, photograph called Two Heads. Did you, did you happen to see yes, that? One head. I did. No, one you. head is a man's penis, and the other head is a snake wrapped around that man's penis. Uh. And it's just a close-up of the penis. And again... It's just a photograph. So thousands of dollars. It's just, for a, just photograph. a photograph. Wow. Well, you got to get the penis. You got to get the snake. I want to know. There's what no. Do you want? So you want the negative. I want you the want negative. the actual negative. <laughs> I want to know no other copies are being made, and that this is the only one. Wow. In existence, if I'm going to pay thousands and thousands of dollars for it. But I'm sure when you do buy the photo, you. I mean, I know some of them they do print, but like they'll print one and then they'll print like, um, is it like a lithograph or like a, a a less good version of that one? Oh, interesting. You can't guarantee that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you think the entire art world, like um, sculpture, you're okay with? Yes. Painting, you're okay yes. with? Photography. I just think the whole thing is a scam. No, I'm just cheap. I'm just cheap. You're just cheap. I'm just okay, cheap. we're not actually. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ansel Adams. You don't have Rachel Doyle as a customer anymore. I love Cindy Sherman, but again, like, oh, I can take. <laughs> Click. I mean, I really. How many 
copies of this is in existence. Yeah, but you have books that you can buy of Cindy Sherman. Just buy the goddamn book <laughs> with all the of her book. photos in it instead of spending $40,000 on one photograph that's just been printed. Which one was it? You haven't really. Well, he it probably wouldn't stick out. She's just standing in front of a bathroom mirror with her cheeks out. It's lovely. All of her stuff is amazing. But What do you mean? Her, che- her butt cheeks? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. By the way, would it, would it be a pro or a con to you to, like, I know... We do not, nor will we ever have this kind of money. But would it be a pro or a con to buy a famous person's house? Because I have mm. to assume that part of the reason this went for so much over asking was it someone sounds, was yeah, like, a rich dude was like, oh my God, I can have Elton John's house? Yeah. Yeah. I'm the rocket man now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go through <laughs> but, there would, with... but would it be positive? Would it be a positive thing as a collectible or a. Uh... No, I'm just saying, like, I don't know that it would. How, hell yeah! Yes, it would. Like socially, would? If, yes. You have it. You have a seven apartment, not a seven bedroom, a seven apartment dwelling in a, a, a what is it, Buckhead? Yeah, probably. Uh, and it, it's used. Elton John used to live here, and he lived here for twenty years or whatever it was. The cocktail parties alone, like just like you know, yeah. But welcome. his furniture is not there anymore. The the thing that makes it Elton's in essence. Otherwise, it's just. Four walls or seven times 20. It's 28 walls. Oh, his Fine. essence there's so is many, there. There's so- his essence. You go th- through that with a black light. His essence is there. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have it professionally cleaned, Rachel, before it's oh, in the contract. On. Please. You can only do so much. A black light. Yeah. This is, this is Elton a- over here, and this is David <laughs> over here, and this was a- uh, Another David, and another David, and another- All right, all right. It was like a Roman um, legion in here before right? the battle. Oh, boy. It oh. was, God. for sure. God. But yeah, I think, I think yeah. I've looked at what like, when Kenny Rogers' place went up for sale. I was like, God, I'd love to buy that place. Was that Just, in Atlanta? Yeah. Yep. And it was, uh, it was like a couple of million dollars- you're like, God damn. This used you to put be a, you put a poker Rogers table place. in there? You know, Ooh, play the gambler? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. I'm in the song. I'm in the song, honey. Oh, wouldn't This is why I worked picture. so hard at my job. <laughs> you, if Shaq well, ever sells his place, it's like. Uh, no, you don't want. I mean, remember Michael Jordan's place? Because we, we brought, had talked about yeah. it on the show. It like didn't sell for it. It might still be for sale. It's got these giant gates that say MJ on them. Right. And there's like a circular bed with the Jumpman logo on it or some shit. It's, it's like a, almost too... It's too Michael. Too Michael. It's also probably a $30 million place in like a suburb of Chicago, yeah. which is also <laughs> maybe hurting it a bit. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I swear there was a guy, I think it was in Muskoka, who bought some like multi-million dollar mansion on the lake. Uh, this is like northern Ontario. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it had belonged to someone who was, I want to say, involved in some kind of securities fraud or something. But so he, the, he bought the place and then crazy. Well, I shouldn't even say crazies. People that were pissed off at this guy the, that were swindled by this guy would come to his house at, like looking for him. And the guy was like, wait a second. I didn't know that you were basically a criminal before I bought this place. And then he uh, sued him to like nullify the sale. Wow. He was like, I don't want to fucking live here. I don't feel safe here. Right. So I don't know if Elton's got any enemies. Well, I mean, maybe, but... <laughs> I think he has more friends than enemies. Yeah, he's a legendary rock star. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think whoever bought that place definitely overpaid for it, but is totally fine with it because of the cachet of, of it being Elton John's old place. 
Okay. That's, uh, you know. He will, sounds like a simple man. I wouldn't. Will I wouldn't this do person. It. I want to put my imprint on my own place. <laughs> I, I want to be the most famous person that's ever lived in my house. Okay. Fair. You probably are right now. Right now, in this piece of shit? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no offense. There John. was a pair of sunglasses. Obviously, Ellen John famous for his sunglasses. Yeah. But it said in the uh, Christie's auction listing, it said, pair of prescription sunglasses. I saw that. From 1975. And I clicked on it. I was like, I wonder if they'll list what the prescription was. <laughs> Thinking that someone's like, well, if I'm going to spend 15 grand on these glasses, yeah. I'd like to know that they're. My, you know, minus one point two five, just like me. Uh, but they didn't, which says to me that the person buying them is not going to be using them. Yeah, no shit. They're going to be put in a plexiglass case and put on display. Yeah. Uh, well, I I think the thing I'd like you to bid on for me, okay, starting at fifteen thousand dollars, which I think is that's reasonable. You guys pulled your money; it's doable. Um, something I will use. A signed Elton John collector's pinball machine. Uh, yeah. And you'd listen it's, to it's the song, It's a cool-ass looking machine. Pinball Wizard. Is it from... He did, he did do a cover of Pinball yeah. Wizard. Yeah, well, he's in the movie. Tommy. Oh, is that what that's from? Yeah. Oh, I honestly did not realize that. Yeah, he plays... I'm, I more listen to the original cast recording, you know, but that's just me. <laughs> West End. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the, the original cast recording would be The Who. Because it was an album first. Yeah, that's the one I listened to. Yeah. Let's say. So yeah. Roger Daltrey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the original cast. Roger Daltrey has all the characters. And I will P- say that P- Elton John's Pinball Wizard is not nearly as good as the Who no. Pinball Wizard. No. no. Not at but all. But I, I don't think there's... Actually, there probably is a Who-themed pinball machine. Oh, 100%. There's got to be. But anyways, he play he sings Pinball Wizard in... 15000 for that is is a bargain an starting. absolute bargain it's starting yeah you know what i mean yeah and would you use it or would you be afraid you'd 100%. break it no yeah, no you gotta use it gotta use it where where do you fit it in your house that to not use it? like mm. yeah is it is it tommy is it tommy branded or is it just elton john it's elton john branded mm. and i think you would just have to do the math that he was in the right, movie, right. which i didn't do <laughs> but you still want it Still okay. want it. Yeah, that's that's cool. That would be a very cool uh, addition to the Classic Factory, for sure. Lincoln, you're, okay. you're not going to the university first year. <laughs> We've made the decision. This or is... second year. How high <laughs> would you be willing to go in the auction? 16000 <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'd be out on the first one. I, you know what? Does everyone beside, like, well like me have the fantasy of going to an auction and doing that thing where you bid something up mm-hmm. against of someone who's very committed to purchasing it and then at the end just be like oh, man you got me yeah just inflate now, the of price. course you run the risk of yeah but they can't afford i don't think it's legally binding yeah i don't know i've always wondered that like you know just um, i'm going i'm gonna go buy a cow now and just go to like a farmer's auction with that you know where they go oh that kind of auction. yeah well, that's the that's the most common kind of auction, isn't it? <laughs> that's livestock. More <laughs> Interesting. Do you think people cross over, like uh, <laughs> cattle auctioneers? <laughs> Do you think they go like they go to Sotheby's? Hell it's yeah. kind of like when you get like a soccer player to be the punter in football, mm-hmm. or like a rugby kicker, and you're like. They do your, you do your scouting over there in, in Australia and you find an, an Aussie rules guy to come over to America. <laughs> yeah. Take off the overalls. And Sotheby's the goes, 
goes to America to find the cattle auctioneers. Yeah, <laughs> they they must. And that's hot. That's what that job is too high pressure for me. Like I would rather be an air traffic controller. <laughs> that's not high pressure. Which is high pressure, <laughs> yes. But I don't know, man. Like or a blackjack dealer, you know? Like that's just a lot of pressure. <laughs> I think I, about well, these first of all, things. I agree 100%. You're talking about with a blackjack dealer having to immediately say how much the other person has. Yes. Yeah. And you got your When it's not when it's not a picture when it's a picture card, I'm like, we're smooth sailing. Yeah. Like <laughs> I deal a jack. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And then the person turns over a 6, I'm right away I'm going 16. 16. Yeah. <laughs> now, if it's a 7 and a 7 and a 6? Right. Yikes. Right. 7 and a 7, I'd feel pretty confident saying 14. Yeah. But you're dealing Seven with and you're dealing with like gamblers who may be losing money and you know there's all the superstitions and just like you got to be so smooth. I'm always impressed by blackjack dealers, but auctioneers I think is the same sort of thing where it's like, "Hey man, I, ra- I raised my paddle," you know? Like and you don't notice them and you're like, "Oh shit." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's another good point because when they're like I uh, do I hear 400, I hear, I see 400. Yeah. What if someone else at the back of the room was do did it before them. Right. Did they go, hey, excuse me? Yeah. That's what I mean. It must happen. It must happen. Yeah. All the and time. then there must be fights at, at these auctions. Yeah. Like I did my thing. <laughs> this does feel like, uh, feel like a infomercially, there has to be a better way. <laughs> like maybe, um, okay. Like when you play Jeopardy. Yeah. It's not like you're raising your hand and it and Trebek had to figure out who raised their hand first. It's a computer system that tells him definitively this person buzzed in first. Yeah, that's that's right. So shouldn't auctions run like that? Yeah. Everyone should get a buzzer. Yep. Maybe they and just, then it just appears. Like, like it tradition. just appears. Oh, 21 buzzed. Mm-hmm. I think that comes with a lot of good ideas. That's on a show. really great idea. Thank you. All right, join us on Monday when we will have someone on the show. <laughs> Have you not decided how you're gonna how we're gonna release? Uh, well, yeah, we do have one person booked, but we probably have to record two, and I don't know which one's gonna come out. So. Okay, all right. So uh, we're gonna have a guest, an exciting guest. Definitely well, the one someone. that we know for sure is gonna is a banger, a banger, an absolute banger. And then actually, in a couple weeks, we've got another banger coming up. Yeah, but it's this middle one. <laughs> Who will it be? <laughs> Well, tune in on Monday to find out. And, oh, go back and listen to the Chris Martin episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Chris was great. Yeah. And he is in Coldplay. We found out. I wasn't sure when I pitched it last time, but I talked to him. I was like, you're not the guy from Coldplay. He's like, no, I am, actually. I'm like, oh, I fucking, I loved you. (laughs) Since Parachutes came out, you guys are great. He's like, thank you. I wrote all those songs. Yeah. Very impressive. What? I said, how'd you feel when your drummer was on Game of Thrones? That was a little weird, wasn't it? He said, yeah. Wait, in the Ed Sheeran scene? Mm, no, he's in the Red Wedding. I'm pretty sure. Oh, the Coldplay guy, Coldplay drummer. <sighs> See, I I say things just off the dome, and I think they're true. But I, I think his name is Guy Berryman. Okay, oh, hold on. It's pretty specific. Yeah, he's a Scottish musician. Oh, he's the bassist for Coldplay. Okay, oh, well, boy. we're gonna have to Google who the drummer for Coldplay is. <laughs> Should have asked Chris because he knows because he's in the band. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I never would have known, but the Chris Martin is the only one I know from Coldplay. Oh, yeah, and which is this guy that we the interviewed. The guy that we interviewed, yeah. Right. Also, so go back and listen to that. Very funny. Was not expecting Chris Martin from Coldplay to be so oh, funny. A double threat. <laughs> yeah. He he might EGOT. <laughs> he could. He definitely could. I mean, they've definitely won a Grammy already. Yeah. 
I don't know that for a fact, but you would have had to assume at some point they have. Well, I don't know. And maybe they've written a song for an Oscar movie. It's a it's a good question. And there's going to be a Coldplay jukebox musical at some point. You no, think? there isn't. No, Why there not? isn't. A Coldplay. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, a musical is a play, and they have play in their name. So, <laughs> I like your logic. Checkmate. Opening on Broadway this fall. Yellow, a cold play. See what we did there? <laughs> the tickets are selling well. It's a hot play served cold. That's right. It's Coldplay, the jukebox musical. <laughs> Their songs don't have a lot of plot, like exactly. You know, like you know, it's like in a in a Billy Joel song, it's like uh, Brenda and Eddie. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot and of stories. There's a piano it. man. Mm-hmm. There's things. There's an Italian you know, restaurant where you can, you know, that's set. Yeah. the setting. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's sets. There's settings. Coldplay. There's a scientist. Yeah, but the song's not even about a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> there's. It's not going to happen, Matt. Just he wants it, it to, desperately. Oh, he's working it through. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Trouble. I, I, I kind of dropped off after a while with the Coldplay. Mm. Oh, he's thinking about something totally different right now. <laughs> no, I am thinking about Coldplay. Okay. I'm just trying to think about how I can write a Coldplay jukebox musical. I think he got one. And I know it's not going to be easy. It'll, it'll be one act off, off Broadway. Do you think there'll be a U2 jukebox musical? God, I hope not. But no, nah, but see, U2 is like they're they're the sphere people. You know what I mean? Like, I could see Coldplay residents residenting at the the sphere for a couple of weeks. Oh yeah, in their fucking sleep, JD. Yeah. Are they? Oh, yeah. Will there be big? a Taylor Taylor Swift jukebox mm. musical? Oh, that you can bank on Was there 100%. yeah she's got characters she's got she's characters. Got characters she's she's like <laughs> tbs we've got characters no that's what is that sure <laughs> tbs know. might be it's not important <laughs> all i'm trying to say is that taylor swift was trying to build on joe coy's jokes so let's take it easier okay. on joe coy and let's wow take it easier on that, taylor that's swift. i have not heard funny. that take actually it's a good take that's a great take yeah. i think i think you might be right uh, well, email me at isthisgoodpod@gmail.com. Tell me if I'm right about my very controversial Taylor Swift theory. Also, tell me about uh, your ideas for a Coldplay jukebox, jukebox musical. I will steal them, and I will write it. Subscribe everywhere. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This was JD, Matt, and Rachel reaching out from the great beyond. We'll see you next week. Bye. 